Hi. We're um, Adoy. I'm Z from the band, and he's Juan, the, the frontman. And we're hanging out with Rob from Front Row Live. Z, what's up? And uh, I'm super excited to be talking to you about the band, about the music. Um, I mm -hmm. recently got introduced to your music, and I really love what you guys are doing. Um, I'm glad that you are the synth, the synth player because I the first question I think you're going to enjoy. But I feel like synths are very important with this band. Um, yeah. What during the writing process do the synths kind of dictate the writing process or what the sound is going or what the song is going to sound like, or do the synths come in after the writing process? Uh, right now, the synth is always the first element in what we do. So because I mainly create like the big ideas of, of a song and then I can't play the guitar. I can't play anything else. Um, so it's going to be the synth, but then that <clears throat> ironically, that's what we're trying to kind of deviate from in the future. Oh, wow. Cause we want a different paths to, so we want to make our songwriting process a bit different so that the music itself could, you know, have a different path so that's like that's a dilemma for me actually to start always start with the synths so i'm trying to you know bring my guitar in first and then try something with the guitar or maybe get inspired by a guitar sample stuff like that trying out new stuff to actually you know grow our sound in the future so the sound that you have right now uh what was it about this sound that made you guys want to you know pursue it uh, <clears throat> I think the core sound we want to make is the feeling of kind of being lifted up. So if you hear our music, the bass isn't really loud. So it's pretty low compared to like other, other records. And that's, we did that on purpose. Kind of, here's Juan. Okay. Hello. Uh, this is Rob, Rob, so he's going to take one piece. So, um, yeah, basically we want to make our, all of our sounds float in the air. That's our goal. Um, because we think that it brings the sense of youth. Like and uh, how do you say it? vitality, <laughs> and that's why we really like the our sound. So, in a sense, what is the writing process like uh, lyrically? How does the band come together and create the lyrics to these songs? Uh, usually, lyrics I make them because I'm the English <laughs> speaking person. But then sometimes Juan will write lyrics in Korean and then I'll kind of translate it. And when it comes to like the actual, uh, the actual singing, um, yeah. what is that process for Juan to um, be able to sing these lyrics in English? Oh, <laughs> 쉽진 않지. 왜 그러냐면 영어를 잘하지 못하기 때문에 쉽진 않지만 뭐 최대한 
어쨌든 번역이 과정을 거치기 때문에 어떤 느낌으로 불러야 될지 알고 공부하고 So it's not easy because he doesn't speak fluent English uh, yet, but it's it's a process that's kind of become natural because we have so many songs. In in the in the first like in the beginning it was really hard, but then now it's kind of a process that it's not too easy. Uh, it's not too hard for him to learn the the, the pronunciation and stuff like that. And as far as like the the language barrier, um, you mentioned that he sometimes writes the lyrics uh, and then you translate them. So whenever you translate that to those both those languages, what kind of challenges do you face in order to be able to make them cohesive? So when he writes uh, stuff in Korean, obviously it's not going to like sound good if translate, translated directly to English because it doesn't rhyme or, you know, the Korean language has different feelings to, to a same sentence. So I kind of just translate it uh, in my free will. So I, I'll take the core message that he, he's written and then kind of repackage it into a different version of the story in English. So I think there's like, um, I think it's better because it, it can have both of our ideas kind of mash into a different whole story. So it's not it's not a one to one direct translation. You can't. I, I don't think it's possible. I think it's impossible. Yeah, it's impossible yeah. to do that. Yeah. With with the production, uh, you guys have produced all your records, all your music since the beginning, and even to now, it's still uh, produced by the band or by Uzi. So. During this process and throughout these EPs and album, what has been the evolution like as you produce more and more music together? So um, in the beginning, like we tried various types of composition strategies. So all five kind of stay in the same room, keep on getting ideas out and then try to glue that together. That was the, in the beginning process. And it, it had like um, good side and bad side to it. So we tried, like, for, for example, the next album, we tried, like, um, um, each of us trying to compose separately and then kind of bring it together, like, at, for example, like, after a month, we'll gather once and then try to bring it together. Sometimes now, like, sometimes I I just do it myself. Sometimes he just does it himself. So I, I think it kind of evolves, I think, yeah. 
in the beginning, it was just all us five in a room, just pressing record. That's it. But then now it's kind of like we do it separately and then bring it together. And during this process, I feel like the, I feel like the, you guys are comfortable with each other. Uh, but at the same time, I feel like that's a problem in the record when you're recording because you might be too comfortable that you don't try to challenge yourself. Yeah. How do you challenge yourselves during the recording process, and how do you help each other get out of your comfort zone during this process as well? Uh, I think we just try different kind of genres. Because, for example, like there's a song called Porter uh, we did with the rapper. That song in itself was kind of out of our comfort zone. And we wanted to, you know, it, it was first time ever collaborating with a, with a rapper. And then we did, at first we didn't know what to do. And then we had to actually dig into some music that we, we weren't listening to. And then that was pretty fun because it actually... It was fun for me, especially because it helped me like gain knowledge about a different genre and then um, bring some good stuff into our own production. Uh, so I think we're, we're trying to um, expand our musical genre a, a little bit. For example, um, we also did some instrumental tracks with no singing. So that's a challenge. And we're thinking of maybe in the future we'll sing, we'll make a few songs in Korean. That's going to be, that's going to be an interesting, you know, out of the box kind of thing for Doi. So every album will we'll do something new. And then I think that will get people out of their comfort zone and make things more exciting. As far as uh, your most recent EP, the Her EP, what song challenged you on the most to sing in English? So recording wise, he's he's pretty comfortable with it because it's, it's the same process um, every time. He studies it and then he practices. But since we're in in America right now for our first U.S. tour, so he has to talk in English right to the crowd. He says that's a way bigger challenge because he can't really practice everything because he has he has to talk on the spot and stuff like that so I, he feels like um concerts in in foreign countries are more difficult for his english so he's the next challenge he's gonna try to overcome is the language barrier okay in talking yeah now for you z during the recording process of this ep uh what was one of the, the difficult songs for you to either produce, write, or just finalize as a whole? Um, there was a song called Saint. So I wanted to feel like very big, very rocking. But then um, I, I wasn't really pleased with it until almost the end. And then 
I think at the end, I decided to just put like an acoustic recording on top of the electronic recording. And I don't know how, but that made everything really great. So yeah, that was, I was, you know, I was being getting stressed out because he wasn't like rocking enough. And then the answer was actually an acoustic guitar. That was pretty interesting. Now during this, uh, this first first U.S. tour. So far, you've had two shows, I believe. Um, what has this experience been like, and how are fans enjoying hearing these songs live? So he's saying because it's a new crowd, um, it's always exciting because in Korea it's always kind of the same crowd, but then it's a totally new crowd here in the US. So it's uh, it feels really good. And also after like one of these big challenges for us, we always tend to grow uh, like as a person and also musically. So he's um, thankful for that opportunity. And for my answer, um, Korea right now, for, because of um, live performing in Korea, it's kind of has been way different. It's so the crowd can't make a sound um and they can only clap they they can't stand up so they all have to sit down so uh it was a really like kind of a sad two years for us because you know it's it's a, it's a different vibe and as soon as we came to america it's kind of open here so we kind of um brought back memories from two years ago playing live so it was i, I was really happy about that now you mentioned that uh, you have been working on a new record, um, and you guys wrote this separately. With this new record, what can fans look forward to? Like, is there a storyline that you guys are writing about, or you know, is it a different kind of sound, like you kind of mentioned earlier? Like, what can we look forward to? I think it's gonna be. We're gonna try to go for a different sound. We're trying new, various new different sounds, but then we haven't settled on it yet. So we're making a lot of ideas. It's like maybe, maybe like loops, a lot of loops, different kinds of loops and different genres of loops and trying to, for example, add his singing into it and then see what sticks. So we're still in the phase of experimenting and um, like story-wise, that's also not been said at all, but you know, things that we experienced from the US tour might go into it. And things we experienced will definitely go into it. Um, so yeah, we're we're slowly we're not like in the in the writing process. We're just still trying to find a color that we wanna go for. And at the same time, when you guys went your separate ways to kind of start working on this record. When you came together to hear each other's ideas, do you feel like everybody was on the same page or do you feel like everybody had completely different 
ideas sonically and lyrically. It's always tough to um, put different ideas into one because you know everyone has different tastes a little bit and um, different views of how a song could um, evolve. Uh, but it's also the fun of it. And what I think is, it's very different. So every, Adoy's taste in music, they all listen to different kinds of music. And that's why I think it's even better for us because I could, like, for example, if Dayong makes a melody, it's a melody that I can't really think of. So in my hab uh, melodical habits, I can't really think of her way of thinking of a melody and then vice versa. So I think in the Doi's case, it really, it's not bad to have different ideas. You just need, you just need a control tower. And that's usually like me or Juan, or maybe if, if, it's, if Dion came up with the original idea of a song, she'll, she can be the control tower. Too. Back to, back to Juan, because his speaking voice is more of a lower register, but then when we listen to his music, it's more of a higher register. Yeah. How did he learn to sing in that register that he does? And does that feel like a natural uh, way of singing for him? Or was that something that he had to learn to do? So he he learned naturally, that's what I think. So before he used to be like a, a rock singer in his previous band called Eastern Psychic. And he was a rock singer, he, he was he was low voice, but then he wanted to try a different genre. And then he wanted to, he was open to adapting to what sounded good in, for example, what I make in a synth. So he, I think he naturally learned that the high voice was the way to go for a doi. And then he, he adapted to it. So he wasn't, he, was, he wasn't his natural voice, I don't think, but he learned. And he's comfortable with that, with that register? So if if we asked him to sing the way he sang before, like the rock style, he wouldn't be able to do it now because he's he's not used to it. He's, he's kind of changed his concept now, his body. Um, yeah. So it's 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 become natural. Wow. That's that's interesting. I I never thought that you could lose something like that. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I guess to to close us off, uh, just on Friday, one of the members of tomorrow and together, um, 
released a cover of Wonder. And it's a song that you guys wrote three or four years ago. So for you as as the original artist of the song, what does it mean to have a song that was written years ago still be very much popular today? So, I think even like Kenip, the our older songs, Kenip Love albums, I think a lot of them are still new to a lot of listeners. Because we weren't like big rock stars or anything, we're just like indie scene, and people can discover it still now. And so I think it's it's kind of still fresh, thankfully for us. And we obviously feel honored that you know we didn't really expect any any covers or anything like that. We 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 didn't really have high expectations when we started, but it's kind of. We feel really thankful that people actually like the style of music that we're making. But it's like that. We wrote the album four songs, and the next two songs and the next two songs were like a Covid. So, people wanted to go back to the moment. It's like that. So, I think um, the first two albums, after the first two albums, there was a, there was a situation. And maybe people want to go back to before, so that's why they're feeling um, kind of abora uh, roji, nostalgic, nostalgia, nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. about the the sound before our our fans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With this song, wonder was this a pro- was this an easy process? Like, did the song create itself naturally, or was this one of the challenging songs to make? Um, it was easy, but it was hard to come out. So we were making the album, and then we had like five or six songs, but we didn't, we didn't really have a title track. So we had we had already made the other songs, and then we were kind of stressed out because we wanted to release the album, but we didn't have a title track. So we were really stressing out, and then I think it was we were in the studio, just like kind of bummed out that no idea was coming. And then I think it was just before we decided to leave the studio, it was like, oh, he hummed something. And then I kind of thought of like core ideas. And then we just did that in five minutes. It sounded good. We left the studio and then came back the next day and made Wonder. So it was the last song that we composed in, in the album just before releasing it. So, but then it was really, as soon as the, when the idea came out, it was really easy to finish it. Does that make sense? Yeah. The idea didn't come. (laughs) Yeah. But then when it came, it was easy. That's always, we feel like that's always a sign of a good song when it's easy to finish. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes those challenging songs are the ones that end up becoming like the hit. So yeah, exactly. Who knows? Maybe this is a new life for Wonder and it's going to take a new direction. Hopefully, yes. 
Well, thank you again for taking the time to to talk to me. I'm I'm very excited that I was recently introduced to your band and I'm looking forward to you guys taking over the US. I feel like you <laughs> your music your music is starting to make an impact here and I feel like um it's once it does it's going to stay. So, congratulations with that and congratulations with your first US tour and thank you. looking forward thank you. to doing this again soon. Thank you for having us. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more and I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.